All right, this show has explicit language and probably has mature themes. Can I get an intro lick, John? Thanks, John. Oh, hey there. Welcome to Dexplanations. I'm Dexter Sorensen. This week, I looked something up on Wikipedia, watched some YouTube about it, and I'm going to explain it to my friend David Gerondale. How are you, David? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Dex? I'm pretty good. Right on. It's going well. Yeah. What are we going to learn about today? <laughs> We're learning about evacuation slides, like the ones on the airplanes. Because we never aired that episode. <laughs> yeah, we never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we, yeah, we didn't. I made it a little better. Mostly took out the bullshit. Um, but yeah. Evacuation slides. <laughs> yep. Evacuation slides. That's the take we'll use. That one. Uh, or or here, I can do another one. G. Willikers, evacuation slides. <laughs> Perfect. What's a evacuation slide? <laughs> so, uh, we're at Is that something I'd find on the playground? Uh, not unless you have, like, a really high-level playground. Oh, jeez, Mr. Sorensen, will you take me to one? Yeah, I will. Yeah, you got it, son. Those inflate... Uh, we're talking about those inflatable slides. The ones that come off of uh, airplanes when they crash into the ocean. Yeah. Or, like, or land, land not very gently. Yeah, yeah. Without their wheels or something. So, yeah, like, you see them on the escape literature on the plane. Did you say escape? Literature. Escape literature. Okay. Escape literature? I, I think I said escape <laughs> literature, which I actually spelled it like that, too. <laughs> hey, can we get a couple of espressos Yeah. while we're doing this one? I'm getting a little bit tired. This is your house. This is your house. You want to get me some espressos? Oh, I don't, have, I don't have a Mr. Espresso. All right. So, yeah, you see, you see the plane. You see the exploding plane and the inflatable slides on the escape literature. There, you always have to look at it. So the, when they're putting the, the thing. Over so the these are heads. primarily used to escape from exploding planes. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even realize that actually. <laughs> no, not primarily, but I mean, if your plane was exploding and it crashed, because I feel like you're the last thing you're worried about out. when a plane explodes is being inside the plane too long. Yeah. Well, uh, the- if a plane explodes, I'm mostly worried about staying inside it. Uh, for as long as possible, actually. I mean, I could, guess I could try the elevator trick and, like, let go of the plane right before it hits the ground and hope that that somehow saves me. Yeah, just Wouldn't. jump. I mean, because I'm still just, I'm still falling. Just think, jump. Yeah, I'll, stand, I'll surf it down and then jump at the last possible second. All right, all right, let's move on. <laughs> uh, that was super fucking interesting. That was. <laughs> Another interesting thing about... Ooh, that was going to be a loud laugh. Another interesting thing about that is, uh, you know, those in-flight magazines, they they have Sudoku. Skymall. Yeah, Skymalls have Sudoku, and if... Sudoku? Sudoku. Nice. Sudoku. Count Sudoku. <laughs> yeah, and if uh, the one that you have in your seat has already been filled out, they'll even get you a new one. Really? Yeah, so never fly without doing some Sudoku. Okay. Uh, anyway, yeah. Evacuation slides, they're required by the FAA to be on any plane with an entryway higher than six feet off the ground. So, like, tiny-ass planes, you probably won't have them. All right, yeah, little prop planes and biplanes. Yeah. They're for commercial jets. 
Yeah, they're uh, required to deploy in 10 seconds And I guess private jets, too, actually, private probably have them. Most private jets yeah. have their entrance over six feet off the ground. Yeah, there's probably one on Air... There is one on Air Force One. I think it... Which is a converted commercial jet, though. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they also have to deploy in 10 seconds or less, and they're held in this slide bustle, is what it's called, on the door. And that's basically... Slide bustle. That's slide kind bustle. of a cute little... Yeah, it sounds like a, it sounds like a dance move. Yeah, the <laughs> slide like, bustle. Yeah, do the slide bustle. <laughs> oh man, we need to. Uh, we need but, to patent that sound. Yeah. Quick. Uh, but basically, that's why plane doors are so thick. Uh, oh, because they have that bustle in them. Yeah, the slide bustle. Yeah, that's what makes them so thick. Oh, nice! Those thick doors with Those their slide thick bustles. Doors with their slide bustle and inflatable rafts all right don't make it weird um, you already did uh opening the door activates the slide so they can either be locked or or rather armed or unarmed and uh, if you like have the door in the armed position when you open the door the raft automatically comes out uh, okay okay yeah so you have and to make sure to disarm it or have it in the unarmed position before you open it otherwise yeah, like on a lot make of planes. A on a lot of planes, you make a bustle. Make a bustle. A lot of on a lot of planes, you'll hear disarm doors and cross check. And uh, cross check is just make sure the door is disarmed before we fucking open it. Okay. Because accidental slide deployments cost the North American, uh, like big airplane companies, over twenty million per year. Oh wow, yeah. that's a lot. Yeah, I mean, it might not even have to be that many. Uh, evacuation slides because they're probably pretty expensive to read yeah you, you gotta pack that bustle back in there it takes like three days there's a good video really of how they pack it up to... and stuff yeah wow. well yeah yeah it takes like three days Ooh. to pack um so let's talk about how they work uh like also in the slide bustle there's a big canister of co2 and nitrogen like filled to over 3,000 psi okay makes sense yeah but the canister doesn't actually have enough air to fill up the slide. So okay. you so you okay. might so you might ask how does all that air get in there? Oh yeah. Well, how does all the air get in there? <laughs> well, it uses thank you for asking. Oh. You yeah. got it. <laughs> so the venturi effect is I what? winked at him right there when you said yeah. <laughs> yeah. He did. I didn't, but they won't know that. Uh, I, I mean, we can edit the wink I wasn't even in. looking at you. We can edit the wink in. You could have lied to me, too. Oh. I would never do that. Mm hmm So, the Venturi effect describes what happens when a gas or liquid throws, flows through a pipe with a constriction. Okay, wait, wait, okay. So, the Venturi effect. Yeah. Uh, it's something that happens when gas flows through a constriction gas in an airway. Gas or a liquid. Yeah, okay, like, okay. So, like it there's has a, a constriction. path to travel through. You create a constriction in that path, like a bottleneck? Yep, and okay. then it opens on the other side as well. Oh, so there has to be a bottleneck and then a, a like a bigger a vacuum, like an opening. Okay. Yeah, and as it goes through the constriction, the gas or liquid starts to go faster, and there's lower pressure at the point of the constriction. And so the lower pressure will actually cause uh, air to be pulled into there's lower pressure on the opposite at, side like so if if like at i'm the flowing point of constriction in, as well okay and then on if, the opposite side as well a little bit right like where it's expanding again yeah right coming out of it mm -hmm. that would be an area of low pressure right 
on both sides, it eventually has the same high pressure, but at the point of the bottleneck, it'll have the highest pressure. And then through the constriction, it'll have less, less pressure. And then at the very like tip of where it starts to open, it'll have the lowest pressure. Okay. And so okay, you can gotcha. either do it at the point of constriction or right before it evens out again. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, that will just draw in another air or another liquid. In this case, it draws in more air. So, so, so you basically you create an opening in that system to draw in air from an outside or some substance from an outside source, air or liquid, um, and that air is automatically drawn in by that vacuum with no additional energy required. Yep. Okay. Yeah, they use like a valve and a aeration system. But yeah, that's basically the Venturi effect, and that's how they fill so fast, and that's what uh, evacuation slides are. Okay, so when those those slides fill up, they pump a bunch of p- compressed gas through them, and they have they're open to the atmosphere around them with like a um, a pressure uh, seal, basically, so that they can be filled in from one side but not leak from the other. I imagine, and then, yeah, and like gas must flow in because of that venturi yeah, it, so it effect. Gets the, it gets the air in the canister, but it also pulls outside air into the right. slide. That's so cool. In order to fill it up, that's really cool. Yeah, they actually use the same effect on like carburetors, like in order to uh, mix the gas in the air. Yeah, to get that aerosol, the gas air mixture. Okay, or the fuel yeah. air mixture. Um, they use it for like water aeration, like in. Uh, uh, fish ponds and stuff like that in order to pour air, pull air into the water in order oh, for it to be so oxygenated enough. you can do it enough. with different mediums. Like yeah. you, can pull, you can aerate water. Like a lot of different mediums. You don't just pull in like a, a similar... Because um, I was thinking maybe it had... Like you would you would use similar density substances to pull in similar... Like density yeah, substances yeah. Like, like air to pull in like air, they water do, to pull in water. Like they do that That's with cool. uh, spray nozzles like uh, for like Windex and stuff like that. Like basically, oh, when you're when you're venturi. turning the nozzle, you're changing how much air you're uh, putting into the water and the like, like the aperture of how it's spraying out as well. Okay, I mean, cool. Yeah. So, man, I wonder. Uh, I I just this is just something that popped in my head. Man, I wonder like how much more compressed gas they would need to actually fill it all the way if they didn't use the venturi effect. Like how much bulkier yeah, I would, that as well. uh, would those doors be? Like how thick would that slide bustle be? Yeah, that's, I mean, and even less room for the bustle because you got all that. <laughs> well, I guess, oh, oh, oh. so the, the compressed air tanks, those form a part of the bustle? They're inside the bustle. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's, a, yeah. Yep. A big old bustle. So yeah, you got anything else you want to say about aircrafts? Uh evacuation slides oh yeah they turn into rafts too some of them oh do they yeah you can just like okay with like little narrow canop- raft. With little canopies and that stuff. makes sense with a canopy sometimes even yeah that's she she my bed doesn't <laughs> even have a canopy no it doesn't um now do you have anything else to say about <laughs> these slides bed all the time <laughs> no you don't um well, let's call wait, it wait i might i all might right. one in the one in the bustles worth two in the slide you got it. You <laughs> knew where I was going with that one, buddy. So that's it for this episode. Dexplanations is recorded at Rabbit Pen Studios in Eugene, Oregon. It's produced, edited, and provided sweet intro licks by Jonathan Cunningham. We have a new beloved listener, Susan Durondale, David. Thank you so much. You're the first patron I haven't personally met, and that's really awesome to me. You're a champion who raised champs. Thanks, Mom. I love you. Uh, for a dollar you can become one of my most cherished listeners as well 
five bucks gets you access to all the notes I've made for all the episodes and even more of my undying love. Like, look for the ASMR-only intro and outro version of last episode. Uh, five bucks up. Uh. It's sure to be stimulating. Yeah, thank you. It's true. I don't know if it's sure to be. Anyway, no worries if you don't want to do that, but consider telling all your people about this show, because I want it to get really big. And likely, I got a lot of a lot of bunch of things wrong. Email me about it at dexplanationspodcast at gmail.com. If it's warranted and I got time, I'll bring it up in a later episode or do a new episode about it. And as for you, you're courageous and charming. Bye now. Bye. <laughs>